to Yavi Reddit. I'm your host, Maggie. And I'm your other host, Laura. And today we are discussing the fourth book in the private series, Confessions. And I must confess, I had a great time reading this one. That was really cute. Did you like my segue? I got it. That I was got great. The joke. Yeah, thank you. I've been working really hard on it. This is picking up right after Josh. Reed's current love interest got arrested yeah. for the murder of her ex-boyfriend. Which Thomas. is honestly, imagine this. You're 16. Yes. You have fucked one person. He died. Oops. So you fuck his best friend. Interesting. Probably. We it's never confirmed, but we just think that was the thing. Mm-hmm. And then he was arrested for the murder of the first guy you fucked. <laughs> That's a love triangle I don't want to be. In. Honestly, when you lay it out that way out loud, is insane. It's insane that uh Kate Bryan was like this is the plot of the book she's handling herself though pretty well honestly it's kind of worrisome how put together Reed is throughout the previous book and this book for some reason I always imagine her bed put together and that's telling of how crazy yeah it is that she is put together yeah there's no clues to it you know and it's like we have we have little hints that like Reed like she doesn't like eat a lot or she has trouble focusing but like yeah I feel like she should have, like, a full... I would have, like, just panic attacks regularly if this is what I was going through. Yeah. I mean, I would have to go home. Yeah. My home life isn't like hers, but I would definitely have to go home for a bit. Yeah. Or what I've said in the previous book, maybe if there was a school counselor uh, to assist with such a, you know, mentally straining time... Oh, for sure. ...as a guide, that would be great. There's... This school is so much money and there's no guidance counselor... At all. Yeah. And rich people have problems. Yeah. I don't know. And they can afford so much therapy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I digress. Let's let's do it. Let's confessions. Okay, let's dive in. So, picking up on the heels of book three, Josh has now been arrested for Thomas's murder. Yes. And the dean has told the entire student body to treat him with respect despite the allegations yes and but then he's like also small stipulation <laughs> uh the reporters are too much because like, reporters are like begging to get in this school because they're like this is a hot story yeah um they've had to put security everywhere everybody is essentially locked in on campus no one is allowed to leave no one is allowed to come in all, all people at easton are just at easton like you're not allowed to like go on your weekend trips or yep. anything like that no ifs ands or buts can't leave without a chaperone baby. Nope. nope so it's just kind of like things got things got heavy real quick and this kind of sours the mood for the day yeah as you might expect reed finally calls out noelle yes noelle's like trying to act surprised when the dean announces that josh is a suspect and reed's like fuck you like yeah you, you did this you got josh indicted yeah, and Ariana's like, well, people snap. I can see why he would do it. And it's just like, Ariana, shut up. They are the most They're the worst friends. friends. And then Gage, also the worst, he's like, Him, he and Thomas were practically gay for each other. I don't think he did it. Which is like, Gage, your head is in the right place, but don't say that shit. I know. And he kind of speculates that maybe it was an act of passion. Maybe Josh killed Thomas so he could just pork yeah. Reed's tight little bussy. Yeah, that literally he basically says all they wanted was her body and she drove Josh to kill Why Thomas. has no one killed Gage yet? That's my question. Honestly, if anybody, knowing what I know now at the end of this book, it feels like Gage should have just been like the first one off. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And maybe that'll happen later. Who knows? And uh, that night, Reed just says, fuck this. And she goes to try to talk to Josh at the station. Yeah. And she knows a way to get out of campus, which is, like, good for her. She is very, very pragmatic about it. Like, after her, like, final class of the day, all she does is she just keeps walking. She doesn't go back to her dorm, doesn't go to the um, Mm -hmm. cafeteria. She just books it straight through the woods, out the place she knows where there's not going to be any reporters, walks through the woods for a while. She's got adrenaline. She's smart, and she goes all the way to the station, and she wants to talk to Josh. She wants to sort things out. And Josh sees her for a hot second through the crowd of people before he's taken away. And he goes, wait, Reed, wait, I have an alibi. Yep. Blake, Thomas's brother, and the dean's secretary from... Miss Lewis Hanneman. Yeah. Wow. I hated her name because taking notes uh, on this book with her name, I started just writing her down as Lewis H. I just kept on writing her as the dean's secretary. <gasps> That's really funny. That's also just as long as Lewis Hanneman. And then later on, I drop, I'm like, okay, her name is Kara. So oh, yeah, I'll refer fair. to her as Kara from the rest here on out. <laughs> but he's like, they saw me that night. Mm-hmm. Go talk to them. And Reed's like, okay, yes, I'll go talk to them. Which is also like, hey, police, why haven't you talked to them? I don't know. That's his alibi. That's pretty important. And Reed and her tizzy, she needs to get a talk with Taylor. Because as we know, we left off last book, Taylor IMing her being like, hey, don't believe anything the Billings girls tell you. They're all lying to you. Yep. She tries to email her and it comes, it bounces back. Taylor's email has been deleted. Which, another added stress, your friend has also just disappeared without a trace. Yep, this feels like the last time that we will ever see Taylor. Yeah, I'm bummed. I really wanted more for Taylor and her character. I know, me <laughs> she too. She's very two-dimensional. I'm very sad. All last book, all she did was cry. I know, and then all the other books, all she did was study and be smart, so. <laughs> I love it. I love this stereotype. It's called a 180, yeah. Exactly. Um, so Reed goes to talk to Luz Hanneman, mm-hmm. um, and it's unsuccessful. She's very much you know, cold-faced, lies to read about where she was then. She's like, oh, I was with my husband. Yeah, this bitch is like, um, I know I was not with Blake. You must have, you must have she someone goes, else. Who's the wrong girl. Blake? I'm married. Which is like, we know you're having an affair, Lewis Hanneman. Yeah. Don't pretend like you're all high and mighty. No, but she's not going to confess about no. that. She, thus getting it. She could get an innocent man out of jail, but it would ruin her life. Yeah. It kind of feels like she wants to be out of marriage, though. Oh, I mean. Maybe this would be good. Maybe maybe she needs to get out of this marriage so she can keep fucking Blake Pearson. Can no one take responsibility for their actions at the school? Oh, absolutely not. Ugh. Um, so Reed, you know, she goes back to Billings and she's like, maybe I can get Noelle to help me. But instead she overhears them planning a party. Oh, yeah. And they're just being so insensitive, being Uh like, we all just need to, like, move on from this and a party will make us all feel better. And Reed, she is not. She's upset. Oh, yeah. Noelle bursts in with her annoying ass and they want a party. But since they're forbidden from leaving the campus because reporters are everywhere, Cheyenne, yeah. who's another Billings girl, says no. And Reed, Reed's not going either, which is smart. Oh, that's later in the book. Reed's not going to the party. The weekend party? No, 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 no. Oh. No. The, the one that Noelle is trying to plan right now. Oh, okay. And Cheyenne, who's like, no, no, no. Cheyenne and Noelle butt heads a lot in this book. Which is... So that's an important note. It's a very important note because it makes me feel like we're setting up Cheyenne to be a very important character later in this series. Yes. Because we've hardly seen anything from Cheyenne going into this. Yeah. Yeah. But Noelle's getting real fucking tired of Reed's bullshit. Yeah, and Reed snaps back. 
Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. She finally stands up to her consistently. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then we find out uh, Dash comes into the cafeteria the next day and he's like, they're, they have no evidence to like really like sentence Josh. So they're literally holding him on because he withheld evidence. Yeah. They're grilling him because they're like, why didn't you report your bat missing? Um, yeah. I don't notice anything going missing yeah. ever in my apartment. Maybe he didn't need his fucking bat. Yeah. Baseball is not a fall sport, really. He's a pitcher. He doesn't need the bat. Yeah. He just needs to look pretty. Exactly. And throw the ball. Exactly. And be hot and nice. Okay, but anyway, we find that out. And Reed really wants to get in contact with Blake Pearson because obviously her traits with Lewis Hanneman did not go well. Yeah, she is at a dead end. And she does a smart thing here, though. She goes to the library. Yes. And she uses the old school newspapers to find out where he goes to school now so she can find his email. Yeah, she was already at the library, but hey, you know, Ariana was kind of pissing her off saying she doesn't want Josh to come back so he can kill a person again. So yeah. Reed is, this is when Reed gets the idea to go through the old newspapers. Yeah. She finds out that uh, Blake went to Columbia, so now she can probably just find his email. Yeah, and she does. And she does. And may I actually read this Please email Please read the email. Dude, I it's, laughed out loud. It's hectic. It's hectic as fuck. The follow-up email was just, like, snarky, but this one is so funny. Yeah. Okay, so this one's the one that she sent to Blake. Subject line, a request. Dear Blake, I don't know if you know who I am. Your brother, Thomas, and I were dating just before he died. I know it must be difficult for you to hear about what happened. It is for me, so I won't dwell on it. I'll just say I'm sorry. As you probably know, Thomas's good friend Josh Hollis has been arrested for his murder. I know that Josh didn't do it, and I think you do too. Josh told me that you were here at Easton that night, and then maybe you could give him an alibi. I guess I'm writing this email to ask you to call the police and let them know. I can't stand that Josh is in jail for something he didn't do, and I'm sure you wouldn't want Thomas's friend to suffer either. Please call them, or call me, or if you do call them, let me know. I'm sorry if this sounds pushy or whatever. But I didn't know what else to do. You have my email. My cell number is 914-555-9113. You can call me or text me there. I hope to hear from you soon. And again, I'm so sorry for your loss. I liked the, I loved the, I'm sorry if this sounds pushy or whatever. That was so funny. That was such, like, you can tell that was a first draft email. And she was just like, I'm just going to tell him everything I could possibly need to ask and tell him. I, it, it was, was hilarious. so funny. Um, but then she goes back to Billings. And we find out that, oh, Cheyenne's decided to have this party anyway. Oh, it's so sweet. It's so cute. With But Noelle is pissed because she didn't know about this party. But sounds this party's, like, fun. It's cute and it's fun. Yeah. Cheyenne's decorated the house so lovely. There's just Christmas like decorations everywhere. Cocoa. Eggnog. And uh, shit, the boys are there. Yeah. Okay, that's okay, fun. Okay, the boys are there. We shall be happy the boys are there. But no, Noelle is mad. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is when Reed also, after this party and, you know, Reed kind of pisses off Noelle because she goes to, like, hang out with Cheyenne because she's having a good time. Yeah. Um, but then we have to follow... She follows up with Blake again because it's been a few days and he still hasn't gotten back to her. Yeah, it's pretty obvious Blake is not going to eat no. on her back. And maybe if she had had confidence and wasn't bringing out the fact that she's sorry she was being pushy, maybe he would have responded. Maybe. I don't know. But she realizes that the email isn't going to be enough. This is a dead end. This is a dead end, but she knows somebody who might be able to help her. Yes, she enlists the help of Dash to help her break it. And Dash is also very hot in my eyes. Yes, he's 6'4", she says, and blonde. And he's such a nice guy. I know. Wow. Um, Noelle must be, like, really hot, to be honest. Oh, she she better be with the way she acts. But Dash is, like, 
they in. He's like ready to help. He's like, let's do it. Let's mm-hmm. break into Lewis Hanneman's uh, computer and email Blake from there. And that's what they do. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, they email Blake from Kara's email and... That's, I will refer to her as Kara going forward, since yeah. that's her name. They sent, they send an email basically being like, come meet me in the art cemetery this Friday at midnight. Yeah, and according to Dash, this is going to work, because it seems like Blake is basically a Kara's beck and call, so yeah. I'm pretty excited they're working together, because yeah. he's hot. He's hot, he yeah. And so now we're, and then back at Billings. Yep, Noelle is planning an off-campus campus party with just 20 people, and Reed doesn't want to go. Reed's like, we are we can't go off-campus, and Noelle's like, we can find a way off-campus, and Reed's like, we can't get 20 people off-campus. Of exactly. Reed is on scholarship, and, uh, you know, these women yeah. aren't going to understand having no money, but Noelle has no empathy about this, and she's like, oh yeah, well, I saw you leave last night, and Reed's like, oh yeah, where did I go? And that shuts Noelle right the heck up, because yeah. Noelle doesn't know. Yeah. Oof. And Reed's like, also in the back of Reed's head, she's like, I hope she doesn't find out that I was with her boyfriend, because that's going to look terrible. That would. But haha, Noelle is again a fool. A yes. court in the gesture of Reed. Ha <laughs> The cards are in my hands. Um, where was I? But they keep, yeah, they keep telling her to move past this, too. They're like, Reed, you have to move on. And Reed's like, the guy I probably had sex with. Is yeah. in a jail cell. I feel like Kieran's the one that is always like, well, probably because she's always hammered, but she's like, I'm annoyed of this. Well, we also know that Josh probably lays real good pipe for how desperate Reed is to get him out of jail. Exactly. That like, they're not funny. even dating. Let that sink in, everybody. Let that sink in. So Dash and Reed finally confront Blake because he comes to campus under false pretenses thinking that Kara called for him. Yeah. And... He's like, man, I thought she was finally going to talk to me. And he leaves pretty pissed off because Reed had the audacity to ask if he wanted to know who killed his brother. The fucking audacity. Yeah, apparently. how dare her? How dare she? And, you know, he he storms off and he ends up disappearing for a little while. Yeah. Which looks sus as fuck. And also, in parallel with this, the Billings girls get caught trying to leave. So now everyone gets punished from billing. Oh, yeah. They get caught in a record time, 20, 20 minutes. 20 minutes, yeah. And their punishment is whenever they're not in class or at the cafeteria for meals, they have to be in the library studying. Yeah. That's insane. That sucks. Um, yeah, and but nobody knows where Blake is. And now Reed takes like a very special notice the day after she hears this news. Uh, with Lewis Hanneman in the cafeteria who, like, just looks so distraught. Yeah, she feels kind of bad for her, so she goes and talks to her about Blake's disappearance. And we learned that Blake took off after they ran into Josh that night at the art cemetery. Yeah. So, actually, she doesn't know where Blake was the night that Thomas yeah. was murdered. Lewis Hanneman, like, really does, like, a whole breakdown, and she confines in Reed, being like, I don't want to, like, lose my, like, job, my husband, my marriage, my life, like for this person I'm having an affair with. Mm-hmm. But, and then she's also like, oh no, the thing I know makes Blake look like the murderer in this case. Yeah. And Reed's like, you have to tell the cops what the fuck is wrong with and you. And she does. She, yeah. She goes to the cops. Big move for her. Yeah. So welcome back, Josh, to campus. Yeah, and there's an emergency assembly and Reed at this point realizes that she was never in love with Thomas and she is very much in love with Josh. Cute. Which is cute. She meets his parents. They and kiss he, a lot. 
his parents are like, we've heard so much about you, which is a direct foil to what Thomas did. Oh, wow. Yeah. Telling us how good of a person he's he is. He's a good guy. Ugh. Still no indication of sex, yeah. but maybe that's just, I'm horny. I would love to I read some sex. I would love to read some sex. I hope we get it soon. And Noelle is fucking ecstatic that Blake has been hauled into the police office, which is very weird. Why is she always excited someone is yeah. being hauled off for Thomas' And literally murder? Josh says that. Like, why are you, is every person that gets, like, pulled in for questioning by the cops, that's your, your next big, like, I knew he did it sort of attitude. It's weird. Yeah. And we also learn at this point and for some reason, I think this is an important detail, and I feel like it's never going to come back. But we mm. learned that Dean Marcus is only temporarily filling in as the head dean. Yeah. He was the assistant dean, and the headmaster, like, head dean, had retired the previous semester. Yeah. So poor Dean Marcus has just been, like, filling in till they find the right person and has to deal with all of this. And it kind of makes us empathize with Dean Marcus a little bit because he's doing his fucking he's best. He's doing... Poor guy. Poor guy. Uh, but Cheyenne has Angel that she is concocted yes. a plan to... They need to get off campus and the people are ready. Reed is ready because she's got Josh back. Since Easton is getting bad press, she's kind of cut a deal with the dean mm-hmm. that she will do a New York Times profile about how good the school is, but she has to have Rico too because they want a scholarship student. Yeah, and then Noelle and Cheyenne really have like a face off because Noelle's like trying to basically downplay Cheyenne's like big plan to do this. Mm-hmm. And Cheyenne's like, I just did what you couldn't. Yeah. And it's just like, they're really against each other, and maybe they're kind of in love with each other. But I always love to think that when I don't people know, fight, they're kind in love. of homoerotic. Um, but she's bringing yeah. them to their summer house. It sounds nice as hell. Everyone will get drunk. It seems yeah. like a pretty fair trade off. Yeah, with the dean. I would love to go there for a weekend. That sounds delightful. Talk about myself in an interview for thirty minutes, yeah. and then in exchange, I get to get drunk in a huge house with all my friends. Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. That's great. Uh, so that night, Noelle and the girls go to Reed's, and they bring a martini shaker, and they're like. Oh, we all need to drink and bitch about Cheyenne. And Reed's like, I want to sleep. And they're like, I don't drink alone. We're doing this. Kieran clearly drinks alone. Yeah. Noelle just She needs- has the martini shaker. It's hers. I, oh, God, of course. Noelle needs to bust off some steam. So yeah. that's literally all she does is bad mouth Cheyenne. But she does drop a little hint that she might be planning revenge. Which yeah. Which is never good. And we're going to stay tuned for that. Because the next day is this interview... And this reporter fucking sucks. It keeps, like, grilling yeah. Reed about, like, how does it feel to know that, like, your the your boyfriend died? What was that like? What was it like that your boyfriend died? How do you feel about your boyfriend and how dead he is right now? Yeah. That's essentially what the reporter's doing. And the doing. dean finally is like, we're cutting it off. Yeah, the dean's like, you, you, no, you're leaving. Which I was like, hell yeah, that's a good dean. At the same time, Dash bursts into the office and he's got some big news. Yeah. And then the reporter's like trying to stay and then like because Dash is like trying to not say anything while and she's there. And the campus officer whose name is Scat. Yeah. We have not talked about that yet. No. He was mentioned so briefly. I want more of him. Scat. What a funny name. Yeah. But he escorts the reporter off the uh, I was about to say off the stage. <laughs> out of the room when Dash is like Blake has been hiding out at the family house in Bermuda. He disappeared in Bermuda? 
Like the, the, the triangle? triangle? Do you get it? Do you get the joke? I got the joke. Okay, and I'll nice. say it. I loved it. I literally wrote it down. Nice. I was very excited. Um, but yeah, they found Blake in Bermuda. And the reason it took so long to find Blake was because of all the vacation homes that this family has. That's insane. Um, and... You know, Reed goes to Lewis Hanneman after this, or Kara, as we now know her name is, to kind of, yeah. like, talk about how she's feeling. And uh, she's basically like, "I my life is over. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Kind of a boring scene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then they all go to Cheyenne's mansion, which is more fun. Day of the party. Yeah. Noelle snide the whole way. Did we expect anything less? No, we did not. And boy, we find out what Noelle's revenge really was when they pull up, and there's a few cars already there. Oh, yeah. The house is big as Versailles. And that's what they said. That's so huge. I know. And it seems that Noelle has tried to one-up Cheyenne by inviting everyone from Barton, their rival school, and Mm -hmm. uh uh-oh, Cheyenne's old boyfriend. No, current Current boyfriend. boyfriend, Ennis. Yeah. And, like, we know Cheyenne's been hooking up with Trey, so Noelle's big plan was to get, like, her current boyfriend to see that she's two-timing on her. Yeah. But boy, do we soon learn. Cheyenne and Ennis broke up months ago. Jokes on Noelle. Cheyenne just didn't tell him. No, they seem to be on good terms. Yeah, and also, they're on such great terms that Ennis is like, oh, hey, Trey, I've heard so much about you. And he goes, yeah, dude, say, nice to meet you. And then they, like, go off and start talking. Yeah. Yeah. And Noelle's like, steam coming out of her ears that's how I pictured it like I picture her face so red Mm -hmm. that little steam anger steam is coming out of her ears oh yeah and she's like also by the way I invited Barton before which I kind of would have assumed that by the fact that there were waiters there handing out if I was Noelle and I saw that I would have been like fuck, this feels pre-planned. Yeah. Unless maybe she got them there for, like, the Easton people. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? We'll never know. But Reed starts having, like, a really good time. Cheyenne's introducing her and Josh to all these, like, really cool, engaging people. Yeah. She meets two of Astrid's friends, Cole and Astrid, or Astrid, Cheyenne's friends, Cole and Astrid, who are dating. And they have a cute little double date them and Josh yeah. and Cheyenne and Trey are all in the hot tub. Yeah. And there's, yeah, a bunch of other people there naked in the pool and everyone's like just like cool with it. Mm-hmm. And then Reed gets a text and Reed's like, oh, I'm going to check my phone. And Reed immediately sees it's like Noelle being like, come up, South Wing, five doors down. And Reed starts to get up and Josh is like, where are you going? And she's like, I'm going to be right back. Yeah, Josh makes an oopsie issue. He an makes ultimatum. a big oopsie because he's just like Mad that Reed wants to hang out with somebody who wanted got him arrested. Which valid. Very valid. Very valid. He can't stand to be around Noel, which we get. You know, she tried to get you sentenced, but yeah. you can't tell Reed to pick friends over you. Yeah. That's toxic. Exactly. Um, so Reed kind of stands up for herself and she goes and does what she wants. That she wants to go hang out with her friends. Mm-hmm. And she goes upstairs and apparently Cheyenne's stepmom is, like, a famous actress and collects couture. Yeah, she has three Academy Awards. Yeah, so they just all start trying on these, like, poofy designer dresses and taking pictures and drinking champagne. And it's, like, a really fun scene. It is fun. Yeah. And it, it seems like a great way for them to be... They're bonding, finally, and she comes back to campus. Yeah, things with Josh aren't really ideal, but she can figure that out in the morning. Yeah. And Kieran is like, let me see the photos. I want to yeah. see them. And so, yeah, Kieran's like, they're on my phone here. And they all start going through. 
like the phone and some are really funny because like Karen was so drunk that like the heads are cut off. Yeah. And like some, they're just so pretty and everyone looks so elegant. And she swipes too far and oops. Big oops. It's a photo of the, Thomas's bare chest and a bag over his head. Yeah, and he's tied up to a chair. Yeah. So Reed draws the obvious conclusion that they probably killed Thomas. Yeah. And Reed starts freaking out. Yeah. And it takes them a second to delete the photo because, like, Kieran's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how. What What I thought I deleted this. Oh, no. Noelle is perfectly calm. And yeah. it's like, I don't know if she was expecting to delete it and then gaslight Reed to being like, you didn't see. What did you see? Yeah. That's kind of what I thought felt like was going to happen. Yeah, I thought so, too. But Reed's basically like, tell me one reason, like, I shouldn't go to the police right now. And they're like, just let us explain. Just mm-hmm. let us explain. And Reed's like, literally, why? But Reed does. Reed lets, sits down and lets them exp- explain. Yeah. So Noelle's like, what you got to understand is we did this to you. Okay, remember when Thomas embarrassed you in the woods and you kind of, like, fell because he was, like, pushy with you? We were like, all right, well, we got to do something about this. So we proceeded to steal Josh's car, um, take Thomas to a random cornfield while he was drunk, tied him up, and poked him with a stick slash Josh's bat. Yeah. Yeah, that's logical. No. No, it's not. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and Reed's freaking out because it's just, like, well, I would never ask you to do that. And they're like, but we did it for you. I have been wanting to talk about this for a while, and I don't know if it's just a plot hole, but they said that Josh's fingerprints were the only one on the bat, so were they holding gloves, or did they have gloves on holding it? And if they had gloves on, did they maybe expect to, like, have to cover up from themselves, like, to kill him? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But also, there's something interesting about this because, and I could be wrong about this, I felt like Thomas disappeared after he was in Reed's dorm the morning after the party. Oh, yeah, you're But now this is saying they took her home from the party and then immediately kidnapped him. Yeah. So that's a bigger problem. for like a day. Yeah, they said they just like left in here, but they loosened it so he could like find his way out when he came to, which is like, y'all, this is assault. It's like dealing with an insolent child. They're like, okay, time out. But your time out is going to be, you're tied up to a pole. Yeah. And they're like, we just wanted to make him feel bad for the way he made you feel bad. And Reed's like, I didn't feel that bad. Like, they what? Were, they were like, you know, well, it hasn't been easy for us here. We've been stressed thinking we killed them him the whole time. Yeah. And Reed's like, that's it. We just left him there. Like, we just, like, probably could have, but then we didn't. He said he couldn't breathe, but it was fine. You know, yeah. when we heard it was the baseball bat, we were like, okay, phew, we didn't murder him. We just tortured him. Yeah, which is just, like, a very fucked up. And this is when we realize how much stuff makes sense. Like, this is when we realized that in the last book, when Josh had to move his seat back up, because he said when he picked up his car, the seat was pushed all the way forward. Yeah. And we, this is why it starts to make sense why Taylor was freaking out so much last book. Yeah. And this makes sense why Noelle's been so excited when they've been finding murderers. Mm-hmm. And this makes sense why Kieran's continued to drink so much. Yeah. That's... <laughs> We'll, we'll see how that pans yeah. out. I feel like she's going to continue being an alcoholic. Yeah. Well, well it's like something we'll keep an eye on. Um, and, and so Reed just kind of, like, takes that for what it is, goes back to her room, and her phone, she doesn't know where her phone is, so she doesn't really, like, think too much about it. She's like, I need to do the right thing. Yeah. She takes Natasha's phone, 
Natasha's phone painless. It doesn't get good service. Yeah. So she goes up to the roof where Natasha usually uses her phone Mm -hmm. to call the detective. Yeah. And Noelle, to kind of make sure that she doesn't call, was like, think of how much you can lose. Like, who's going to believe you over me? Mm -hmm. But whatever. At this point, Reed has to call them. So she's on the roof. She's trying to get service when someone, we don't know who, but someone snatches the phone out of her hands. And we turn around, and Ariana is there. Yeah, and Ariana not only doesn't hang up, which I was expecting, she says, help, our, one of our Billings girls, has Reed, has committed suicide. Yeah. So Ariana's basically either planning on killing Reed or throwing her off the roof. Which is killing Reed. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, like, well, okay, here's the thing. Ariana has a knife and is holding it up to Reed's throat. Yeah. Which would be hard to make it look like a suicide. Yeah. I, maybe she's really trying to be like, Reed, I watched Reed slit her throat and then also plummet to her death. But Ariana's crazy is Cra- what we learned. Ariana is crazy. And that's not a word I use lightly. <laughs> so here's the deal with Ariana. Yep. Here's the real tea behind the scenes of why she's so mad. She's mad at Reed for coming in and dating Thomas because her and Thomas have been like kind of on again, off again. Yeah, like secretly though. Yes. Ariana's always been the side piece. She's never been the main piece. That's so sad. Always the appetizer, never the main course. That's what we're dealing with right that now. That is. And so she was freaking out because Thomas had told her like they were finally going to be together. Yeah. And then when Reed came to school, that just all went out the window. Yeah. And meanwhile, she's holding this knife to Reed. I assume that her back is to the door up to the roof because Noelle pops out and she's kind of indicating with her eyes, like, be quiet. And she's carrying a lacrosse stick. Is Does Ariana play lacrosse? Where'd she get a lacrosse stick? Noelle plays lacrosse. Oh, Noelle does? Yeah. On top of soccer? Yeah. All right. Damn. Athletic bitch. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, Noelle comes to the roof with the lacrosse stick. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, basically hits Ariana, so she drops the phone and everything. Yeah, and she's like, I knew you killed him, you bitch. Yeah, and she's also like, this is like, this makes so much sense now, this is why you wanted Reed in the house, this is why you kept pushing for, Reed, like, Reed to be so close, why, like, what the fuck was your plan with this? Like, this is crazy. Yeah, and then Ariana's like, I didn't mean to kill him. I went too far. I went back to untie him, but he kept, like, calling me a whore. Which, I mean, honestly, killing him for calling you a whore? Kind of a feminist move. <laughs> well, I think it's, like, yeah, she goes back to, like, untie him, and he's apparently just, like, screaming and freaking out. He's spat in her face. Because someone was tied him to a pole and yeah. just tortured him for an hour. Yeah, I would be hungry at that point. I would also spit in someone's face if they had tied me up and I didn't get to have Subway for, like, 24 hours. Yeah, and you've always got to have your Subway for 24 hours. I've always got to Um, But yeah, so she just kind of freaks out that he's freaking out, and she just beats him to death with a bat. Yeah, it's crazy. And she tells Reed that it's her fault for doing this, that he did it. Like, it's Reed's fault, and it's Thomas's fault, and, you know, they both made her do it. Yeah, Ariana, huge drop. She's like, I should have killed you first, Reed. Yeah. Wow. Scary. Woof. Hate that. But... The police bust through the door because, as we know, Ariana was on the phone with them. I don't know what she was hoping for that. Yeah. As she is admitting to killing Thomas. And Detective Howard has his big, I'm sure he went home and, like, tell, told his wife about how well he did this line. He went, Ariana, whatever her last name is, you're under arrest for the murder of Thomas Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. He was probably making up details, like, I, I kicked in the door so hard it, it 
yeah. shattered. I got that girl. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, he's like really probably like fluffing the story up to like his coworkers. There was stuff. a knife there. Yeah. I had to hold these girls off of each other. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like Ariana's just like weeping because she's obviously snapped. Yeah. And of course, Noel and Reed are always both still just kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah, but it's all good. Ariana's going away for manslaughter. Kieran, Taylor, and Noel will maybe get charged for aiding and abetting. Just kidding. They are so rich. They can afford the best lawyers. Yeah, so, like, Noel asks to be arrested. Because um, Noel's like, yeah. I'm done. Done hiding this. Like, obviously, and I think this is when we realize, like, Noel's been, like, covering a lot of her demons. And I think that's, I argue, what like, in this book, her reactions to being so angry is because she feels so out of control of what's happening with yeah. this murder and feeling like she was the cause. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure she... So she's like, nope, this is it. We're done. I'm, I'm done trying to hide this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we find out that Taylor was arrested in Chicago. That's like where she fled to. Yeah. Um, and then Kieran gets arrested shortly after that. Yeah. And then we fast forward a little bit after that. Yeah. Um, Reed has kind of decided that she's not coming back. Yeah. Reed's like packing up just her stuff. She's leaving by all like back all the gifts and like nice things they've given her. Yeah. She goes to get lunch with Constance. She drops the bomb that she's not coming back. Constance is pretty sad. Yeah. And then we see Cheyenne and Rose take Noelle and Ariana's room and like that's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, she has this very sad, tearful goodbye with Josh. Yeah. Because Josh catches her right before she's about to leave. And he's like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make your like yeah like an ultimatum yeah and Josh like Josh apologizes and he's like I want to see you like uh, like we'll t- can we talk more like next like semester and she's like Josh I'm not coming back and he's like why yeah and she's like I can't fucking do this anymore which like fair oh for sure but yeah they she you know leaves they kiss she cries and then she's back in Croton Pennsylvania she's just hanging out with her brother when she gets a call from a restricted number, and it is none other than Noelle calling yeah. from... Is she in, like, a, a psych ward? A juvenile de- a detention center. Okay. Yeah. Damn! Okay. Yeah. And she's like, you gotta stay. And Rita's essentially like, all right, I'll go back to you. Yeah, yourself. well, like, Noelle does, like, tell her, like, dude, if you... Like, you can go back to Croton and, like, do whatever life you want to live. You can go to a state school... But the opportunities you're going to get from Easton are going to change your life for the better, despite all this bullshit. And Reed's like, fuck, you're right. Yeah. I'm I'm happy she talked to her about that. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. So now we know Reed's going back to Easton next semester to finish up her sophomore year. And thank God for that, because that means more books and drama for us. We got, what, 10 more to read after this? We do. We sure do. Maggie, we forgot to do a top five. We got so excited that we were going to record that we didn't do it. We should talk That's about okay. things we're excited to possibly read because I remember the first four books really, really well. Mm. I th- we I think we both remember a plot point that may or may not happen in the next four books. Yeah, we, we talked about that earlier. But as far as that goes, I really don't remember anything else that Okay, happens. well, I do know from this book being set up, I am excited for the transfer of power from Noelle to Cheyenne. That's what I'm most excited to see. I'm excited to see what Josh and her relationship looks like. I know, me too. I'm excited to see if any of these Billings girls get out of their shit and get to come back to Easton. Yeah, I or if it really will just be like Cheyenne is the new yeah, because I could see I like I feel like I could see it going either way. I could tell. Yeah. Um. Honestly, those are the big two. Those are the big yeah the, the big, big twos. I'm big excited twos. for. 
Um, a new dean could be fun too. Maybe. Yeah. Another yeah. murder. Another. I'm sure. Could you imagine? There, there has to be in this economy. Exactly. In this academy. That exactly. A, that was a better joke. Um, do you have any closing thoughts, Meg? I don't. Just that I'm excited to head do. empty. That's what I always say. Exactly. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for listening to yet another episode of Yaoi Reddit. We had a freaking blast. I'm so excited to read book five. I am too. I, if I remember correctly, the series really starts taking a downward turn. The library does not have book five, and I do have two hundred and eighteen dollars overdue in fines, so I'm gonna have to figure out how to get that one. Yeah, um, I can lend you my copy. Yeah. If that's what we need to do. That might but be. you should figure out how to My fines. do it with the I fines. I keep writing the books. I keep writing so many books that I want. I will get around to reading, but now I have all the fines, so I have to return all of them. How many books do you have right now? Dude, I have so many. Maggie, you can't have the library. That's not how it works. I know. Hey, that's okay. You live and you learn. I'm on probation. Hey, you're gonna be in a juvenile detention center just like Oh well, no, no, don't lock me up. Let's go up to the roof and settle this. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> All right, well that's been it for this episode of Yowie Reddit. Make sure you're following us at Maggie and Laura on Instagram and at Yowie Reddit on Twitter. And I'm sure we'll make more social media things later. I don't know, we can make a Tumblr or TikTok. Why not? Again. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but that's been it for this episode of Yowie Reddit. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. You were just listening to an Audiment podcast.